2: and airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
3: welcome to ramble reacts it's wednesday the 26th of october i'm pete donaldson
4: i'm luke moore and i'm jim campbell
3: Welcome to ramble react I've never done one of these before guys I feel thanks for welcoming me I know well, we're, we're, Twice. we're recording this uh, straight after well not straight after because there are technical issues but pretty much straight after the match and, and I've never done this before and it feels like Hollyoak nights where it gets a bit sexy
4: <laughs> <laughs> well that is what's going to happen that's what's happened every single time Pete we don't yeah. think that it will no. and then it just gets <laughs> just, steamy we're suddenly like licking no l- take it off
3: licking special <laughs> ASMR mics and stuff like that uh, well there's been a <laughs> A lot of matches in the in the Champions League, so let's get to it. For crying out loud, uh, probably the uh, the pick of the most boring ones was the uh, uh, the goalless <laughs> match between uh, Dortmund and Manchester City. A very convenient result for both sides. The draw means that Dortmund have now qualified for the last sixteen, and Man City a guaranteed top spot. Why can't they score a penalty, Luke Moore? They they, they, they <laughs> yeah. missed like seven or eight last season. Pep was considering putting the keeper in for for for, for penalties, and uh, yeah, Riyad Mahrez just, just just couldn't couldn't finish. Very straight penalty. Good height for the keeper as well. Did you um,
5: hear the, the stat they popped out on BT Sport, which was can you guess how many penalties have been missed at Man City in Pep Guardiola's reign? <laughs>
3: no, I'd like guess to hear fifteen. I was going to say 12.
5: 25 is the answer. That is
3: wow. awful that they're getting that many. Yeah. <laughs> so
5: congratulations <laughs> to Rio Mare's on the 25th miss.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's Continuing a,
4: that, the tradition.
3: That's like the amount of goals Haaland scored in the first week, pretty much. Yeah,
5: that's, that's, isn't, that, isn't that interesting? Because Pete, you and I were chatting during the game and we were saying that... Um, first of all I agree with you, it was a very oddly struck penalty from Mars. Mm. It was almost like it was too clever and like he didn't catch it mm. properly. It was a mm. lovely height for the keeper. But yeah. on on the Haaland thing, the, the one of the things you were, one of the things you and I were talking about, Peter, was that isn't it a really interesting phenomenon that although you know he, he was withdrawn at half time and, and Guardia said that he perhaps had some kind of illness and they didn't want to kind of play him any longer. Mm. Um, but you never really feel like he's uh oh right, he's having a bad game because he he's his effect is so concentrated in such a just a handful of touches or mm. a couple of passages of play where he's just devastating that he can never be fully written off. It's not like you see him like other strikers where you go, oh, it's just not going to be their day to day. It's just one of those things. You never feel that with him. Mm. So I can imagine for Dortmund and for a bunch of players there who, you know, for the most part, know him very well, they would have been super relieved to see him go off a half-time because it's not that they can work him out. It's just that no. they've seen him so regularly and so close up. that They're just just great like really really pleased to see the back of it. and
3: and do you not think uh, Jim that it's that's why Pep Guardiola and uh, uh, Haaland will eventually fall out and fall out considerably because he's uncoachable because what he does is uncoachable he only touches the ball four or five times like Luke said uh, in in, in a half or a match of football what can you teach him he just arrives at the right time and he finishes the ball Um, not in this case he looked injured
4: (laughs) 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 well I mean Pep seemed a bit upset about this in the week didn't he? he He's like I'd, I'd had you coach him? What's the what's the point? There's no. <laughs> it, it's like I've bought a Rubik's cube and it's already done. It's like, do to <laughs> to it? yeah, yeah. He doesn't know how to handle it. This this might actually be what pushes him over the edge and yeah, like it's yeah. makes him think that he needs a new challenge. But I think <laughs> Luke's absolutely right about this. The thing with Haaland is like th- there are points where he will run at you with absolute fury, and not mm. actually get the ball. But there's always a sense that like he's about to explode, even if it doesn't quite come off. And I mm. think actually after a little while players are going to have to get used to that idea because they you know they they're losing the first yard to him in their heads we mm. we see it with a lot of players but I don't think I've ever seen a player kind of mentally dominate players without even playing mm. um mm. Uh, in in the same way that Haaland has so far yeah. but yeah it was um and it made sense to take him off at halftime, didn't it? It was, it, was a, it was a weird old game, like a lot of lovely touches and some, some nice flicks and the Dortmund children did very well. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it just needed a moment that never came, really.
5: Jimmy, it was like an example of like, it was almost a bit like, the game itself was a bit like, here's some people from another planet and you bring them to <laughs> Earth and you say, here's what the most popular sport is on this planet. And here's an example of what it can be played like. And then just show them that game. Because it wasn't actually really football as we know it. It was more like a rough facsimile of football that there was no real yeah.
4: jeopardy involved. And I'm not sure you'd know you were supposed to get the ball in the net. No. Yeah, you'd think it was like some yeah. kind of like
3: um, merry dance, like a like an, an operatic display of, mm. uh, of 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 physical physicality. But,
5: but you but you found it very difficult to process the fact that you know, for example, one or two of the players at Dortmund. Um, so for example, like. Drew Bellingham, who's nineteen, is not the youngest in the team by two years. No, and yeah. You found as a forty-one-year-old man, you found that very difficult to process.
3: Yeah, I was like, they've just got a lot of learning. That's all I'm saying. All of the things I've got in my head at forty-one, they, they won't have in their heads. So I just they think, do not want they in they their heads.
5: <laughs> they, no, don't stop that. I'll send them some We're links. Not doing that.
3: I'll send them some yeah. internet links. <laughs> But I mean, to be honest, right before we started recording this show, and um, producer Finn sent over—I uh, th- I think he started following like our Twitch account that me and you were dicking about on early on uh, during uh, during the, the match—and uh, he was clearly following us, and he's. Um his, his username has 99 in it. Now, I have I used to have a lot of um, Gmail accounts and Yahoo accounts, remember that, uh, with 99 yeah. in them, because that's the year that everyone got the internet and everyone got an email address and stuff like that. But I think Finn might have been born in 1999, and that upsets me, yeah. to be quite frank. That upsets me. Don't send him any links either, please. Don't it is <laughs> just the passing of time.
4: You'll it is just right. the passing of time. It's you do that about it. Yeah. Uh,
3: but um, obviously uh, Haaland uh, famously, because there was very few stories uh, to, to take from this particular football match, but Haaland did uh, get taken off uh, at halftime. And uh, I would not want to sit on a bench with Haaland because he's been revealing more information about his diet. He eats a lot of offal, a lot of heart and a lot of liver and he's defending himself the liver, by sin, at least the liver king he says that he says that uh, people say that meat is bad for you but which the meat you get at McDonald's or the local cow eating grass right there and I'd like to True thank I'd like to think
4: that he's pointing at an actual cow which is right there and like he later devoured it just to, to prove his point <laughs> to the interviewer yeah it's, it's like the, the sort of thing you would expect from an actual monster <laughs> awful who chooses to eat awful
3: Oh, if I'm in a Szechuan restaurant, I'll have offal, like those kind of like um, the beef stomach. Right, what with the same
4: sp- person chooses to eat offal.
5: <laughs> yeah, but not the greatest thing. So you know, so Jim, you know, me and Pete just mentioned the Liver King there. Do you, do you know who the Liver King is, Jim? I don't know. So he's like a social media um, kind of superstar, really. He's a pretty big, big hench guy, mm. and he he basically <laughs> eats liver every day with a big. He's got a big beard. And he's got these things called the the uh, I think it's the nine ancestral tenets that he says are how you should live your life. And they are sleep, eat, move, shield, connect, cold, sun, fight and bond. And each of them have a certain different way of doing it. So for example, um connect, I think he does a, a thing where he walks in the woods every day with bare feet, so he's connecting to the land right. and sun, right. he makes sure he gets a certain amount of sunshine a day and Tennis. all the rest of it. <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> one of them is tetanus actually <laughs>
3: tetanus um, but that's what I,
5: I can see I can certainly see um, Erling Haaland you know without even necessarily even knowing it um, subscribing to some of those tenets mm. um, and smashing through a load of liver is probably yeah. some something you can imagine him doing
3: I imagine he eats like Big Daddy in the
4: 90s, liver and onions. He, sh- he shields the ball very well too, so he- he's getting that one. There's a
5: shield. shield. There's, there's a shield. shield. There's hey, a shield. But on, on, on the Big Daddy thing, so you and I have chatted before about what you said that, that like strong men in like the 80s, mm. so like the men who were known in the 80s for being strong yeah. men, you said they were just blokes who could eat a lot.
3: Big fry-ups in the morning, liver and onions, <laughs> and just like there's a lot of steaks and stuff, and it was just how much you could eat. And, and it wasn't... It, mm. So they weren't being tested. No, they weren't being tested as strong men. Like, giant hair stacks and, uh, and Big Daddy. Like, very tall men, but, like, they weren't long for the world because they were just too fat. Absolutely because, gigantic. Because it, the,
5: the reason I bring it up is because I can remember, I think this was under Guardiola's um, reign at Barcelona. Mm. Like, I, I remember reading, and I can't remember the exact details, so you have to forgive me on this. I remember reading how much Lionel Messi squats in the gym. Right. And it was absolutely ridiculous. It was like an astonishing amount of weight. Yeah. Like for how small he yeah. is. Mm. So that just goes to show you, I suppose, how strong they actually are in real life. Because if you ever see a football player in real life, they're like hewn out of granite.
3: Mm. Did you, well, did you see the goal he scored uh, tonight The outside of it's the box? Kind of absolutely yeah.
4: beautiful, like Primo,
3: oh. Messi, uh, gloriousness. I think it's fair to say.
4: He's. I think it's eleven goals and eleven assists. Uh, eleven assists. Eleven assists. Um, <laughs> I don't to get that last <laughs> like, um, The season. <laughs> he's. It's. He's kind of. He's kind of. You know. He's. He's back on form, and I think Mbappe and Neymar also scored some absolutely delicious goals tonight. Just. Mm, yeah. Squad harmony. Well, finally, ne- well, playing ne- the hits.
3: Neymar was advertising a um, like a, a squad mobile tank game, I believe, in 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 the middle of the advert break. There was a lot of video game stuff on BT this, uh, this <laughs> evening. In the it's, it's,
5: it's so funny because like, I've been party to these kind of media <laughs> days. These top clubs do. So what they do is, from all the money they get from all these different sponsors, mm. they get a, a particular like um, day. So they have all these media commitments, and that what they do is they try and get them all out of the way, like on through an entire day, like once a quarter or something. Mm. And the, the minimal amount of effort put in by the players on these things are amazing. <laughs> to, to hear that Neymar is doing some kind of tank game, mobile tank game, it's like you can just imagine him turning up in the morning, yeah. going, "What's this? Right, what are we doing today? Which one is it? Is a it tank game? Is Which it camera? Okay, yeah, no worries. That one? Where's, my, where's my script? <laughs> yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, all
4: that yeah. that's basically it, though, isn't it? He literally just looks down the camera, and it's not. He, He doesn't even really smile. He just sort of goes, Neymar. (laughs) Look, I I want
3: to live in a world where um, there's a Man City Media Day and Jack Grealish has to look down the camera lens and sell his own brand of cucumbers slash lettuces slash whatever else uh, farmers do. He is continuing this glorious off-field personal development. We heard that he was uh, dreaming of being an Ibiza DJ uh, recently, but uh, the Mirror have reported that he's been growing his own vegetables in the greenhouse of his uh, new mansion. He's, just, he's ready for the apocalypse, guys. Big tins of beans, yeah. uh, I mean... lettuces, <laughs> bromide tablets. Fantastic. <laughs>
4: That's how it sounds. Because, you know, a lot of footballers tend to get into conspiracy theories and it does sound a lot like it's doomsday prepping. Do you he's fallen it? in with the wrong WhatsApp group? I can't
5: imagine him doing it. If you, if you said to me... Give me uh, name a hundred you know, name a player who's doing this. And no. I, I reckon I would name a hundred before I would name Jack Grealish. <laughs> I mean, I can't I can't see him getting to grips with yeah, different soil know. types and planting at certain times of the year. I can't see
3: it. Yeah, he's not a prepper, is he? I wouldn't I wouldn't have him down as a prepper. No. <laughs> if he can find his trousers in
4: the why morning, why is he I'd gone for surprised. DJing and growing his own crops?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because it's like ones during the day, ones at night, baby. It's a- <laughs>
1: Exactly He's got an activity the, basically, the, the club
3: The club basically said Stop the drinking Stop the partying Stop the uh, You know Pictures of you in bed With people um, We want A more wholesome Jack Grealish To sell And it, you know, it's DJing and, uh, and vegetables And yes You
5: can be in, You can be photographed In bed with an ear of corn <laughs> If you want
3: <laughs> If you want You can uh, Right We'll be back in a second with on Anyway thing. Great
5: game We're breaking now Yeah we're breaking We're out of What's the point um, If they're
3: not going to try To score a goal <laughs> If Rion Mario <laughs> is going to put that performance in from a possibly scuffed penalty spot. I'm not having it. I'm going to move on. It, it was. It was a a generous penalty. Let's <laughs> just call it certainly that. Certainly was. Chelsea next. <laughs> Hold on, please, Gary. Red Bull-Salzburg 1, Chelsea 2. Chelsea have qualified for the last 16 with a win away against Red Bull-Salzburg. Three absolutely spotless goals. Kovacic uh, uh, opening the scoring. The very definition of a player going, I'm going to probably hit this, see what happens. And it happens. <laughs> yeah.
5: The dip yeah. on it was a beauty. Mm. Yeah. Oh, the sorry, the
3: dip on Havertz's
5: goal was a beauty. The Kovacic one was a little bit. Di- so, by the way, speaking of this, do you know that Mateo Kovacic was born in Linz in Austria? Right. Yeah. And so he he scored a goal in the country of his birth, as as our friend and colleague Jules Breach pointed out in the post-match interview. Mm. Do you know who
3: else famous was born in Linz, Austria? Um, I already know this because you shared your screen on Zoom. Uh, before we started and
4: you'd written it down as a note
3: and I went it's in the dorm. I can't get it out now uh, all right Jim how about you <laughs>
4: um I I, I it could be Jules Breach I, I don't know <laughs> the answer. It could be anyone it could be a couple of terrible people but
5: no one there's no, no one. one of any note whatsoever the best I
3: could find was Fred Astaire's dad oh that's nice I like that but Im- imagine Jules right. Breach emerging from a forest, though. I'm not having that. <laughs> like an Gosh, enchanted he's child. The, he's putting that city on the map, I'm telling you. He's putting that city on the map, <laughs> and good on him. certainly is. Uh, but as you said, uh, as you said uh, Luke, Kaya Havertz, one of the goals of the night, up there with Messi's outside of the boot, I think, that tonight, one of the goals of the round, I think it's fair to say. I think you might actually, think he's yeah. uh, Miggie Almiron, lads. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's <laughs> that's actually... that's It's, it's quite remarkable
5: how you can chart miguel Almiron's form improvement to the minute of when jack grealish slagged him off like it's, it's 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 almost like a complete shift in the matrix has happened and he's activated some kind of cheat code now Almiron is unstoppable
3: <laughs> but on but on uh, kai havertz's sort of dipping volley shot off, off the bar when um when footballers hit the bar nowadays, because we've had so many recent stories about um, the height of posts being incorrect, I just fear that yeah. they've not been measured properly and they're too high and they're just letting letting more goals in. I'm not against what, what you it. You
5: reckon? You reckon? Have it so, for. I'll sort that out for you. I just smashed yeah. one off there just to move it up a bit. <laughs> exactly. There
3: was a brilliant piece
5: of um, commentary from Robbie Savage in that um, in that goal, which went um, along the lines of. I mean, obviously, the the main commentator said what he said and described it. And then Robbie Savage went, ''It was always going to take something special to beat that goalkeeper.'' I mean, they did score in the first half, to be
3: fair. <laughs> so. Yeah, you'd seen it once before, for crying out loud, and that was a pretty <laughs> Not decent Not that long ago, well. yeah. about half an hour ago. Yeah, and it was something special as well. Bit of a hit and hope, I liked it. But Chelsea have done well to qualify with a gate of spare. They started in the Champions League this season with a loss under Tuchel. Uh, Graham Potter's start at Chelsea have, has included six wins, three draws, zero defeats, 16 scored, four conceded, and he's into the Champions League knockouts. Not a bad return, Jim. Not a bad return.
4: No, not at all. It's it's a hell of a turnaround, isn't it? And actually, they they look a bit um, look a bit scary in a, in a sense. <laughs> I was thinking during the game that you know we we didn't know um, what to make of Chelsea this season because of the takeover is such a huge huge thing. But the the cohesion they've got already and the, the sensible appointment of, of Potter and the trust they seem to be putting in, mm. into him is essentially that. You know, there's Man City and there's everyone else, and it feels mad to sort of put Chelsea in that. But it feels like everyone's got to do what Liverpool did, right? Get every transfer right, get every big call right, and get yeah. that cohesion and get that team to really gel. And like, based on performances like this, because they were so, so slick you feel like Chelsea might be the team kind of best place to do that in the sort of short to medium term.
5: You reckon, Luke? Well, that's what they're trying to do. I mean, if you look at what's um, happening with who they're trying to get in on recruitment, what the new owner um, is trying to do, I think they're very much are looking to try and build off the pitch in that way to try and achieve similar, um, similar results. But, you know, the thing that's always, it's an interesting kind of, Situation, it's a bit of a paradox, really, because I was going to say that the thing that has always dogged them and stopped them doing that, being quite so dominant as that, has been the fact that they have a large turnover of personnel and all the rest of it. But actually, having said that, under Abramovich, they were, of course, very successful when it comes to trophies. But they didn't—they—they've not done a, a four Premier League titles in five years like Man City have done. They didn't dominated like Man United did in no. the nineties and, and stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe if they can add that kind of continuity Mm. in in, in the structure, maybe they can. But, I mean, ultimately, it does seem, even though Arsenal obviously started very well, um, I don't even think even the most ardent of Arsenal fans would would argue they're going to be there come the end of the season. Although, you know, you never know. Man City are really kind of head and shoulders at the moment, aren't they?
3: They certainly are. And, and you sort of look at how Chelsea, like you said, are, are building off the field. It's been reported that uh, Todd Bowley is uh, trying to sign uh, the head of recruitment for Brighton. They're going back to the well, Jim. Uh, Paul Win Stanley, who I think might have been in KISS, um, they, they're just, they're, they've had such success with uh, with, with Potter. They're just um, they're going for, uh, for for the head of recruitment, which which to, would it be fair to say they kind of need because the way they went about their business uh, signing players opportunistically uh, in the summer months, they were roundly criticised for just going for anyone who was available. Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, it's an immediate sort of course correction, there, isn't it? Um, it feels like Bodi's getting to, to grips with how it works, and I suppose it's just uh, ask Graham.
3: <laughs> seems to be the plan
5: do you mind this Graham great we'll do that then
3: yeah well it's all about incremental gains in modern football but uh, Ruben Loftus- Loftus-Cheek who has had a good start to the season he didn't play tonight but apparently uh, while he was injured uh, over the summer months he's been hanging out with uh, Andy Murray playing tennis Sharing war stories and tips on how to get back on the on the court, so to speak. That's I didn't see that coming, Luke. You know when you you know when you're well, sort you sort of like you you you, you zhuzh around the little personalities in football and sport in general in your head like a little tombola, and you and you pull out um, that I didn't pull out that basically. Room left, sheep playing, well, playing tennis. I, I, I've got a lot of thoughts
5: on this. One <laughs> is that I will not talk about tennis, so I'm going to ignore that <laughs> part of it. Okay. Um, this is the most pointless sport around. Secondly, I have been lucky enough, and it was complete luck. To so have been sat on a table next to Ruben Loftus' cheek at a fairly nice, Notting Hill-based eatery. Okay. And he was faultlessly polite, exceptionally mm. um, well turned out. Uh, he had his um, a really crisp, like Chelsea tracksuit on, and um, In a was uh, en- enjoying a lovely brunch. I think he might have had scrambled eggs, a bit of avocado, maybe. And uh, so I am uniquely placed to offer insight into Ruben Loftus-Cheek in a way that I don't think anyone else in the uh, football commentary is able to do so. And I will just end by saying um, it's great to see him doing well. It's great to see him healthy. It's great to see that million-dollar smile on my TV screen again. And I bloody well hope, just for sentimental reasons, if nothing else, he's on that plane to Qatar, because why not? (laughs)
3: <laughs> Why not? Because I've seen him in uh, a a I've nice in a cafe. I've seen him in a cafe yeah. in uh, wearing what can only be described as absolute um, uh, rubbish clothes. <laughs> he's wearing training clothes. In the he's restaurant. wearing his workout outfit. Well, I, I mean, that's all right. But I mean, I just think he, he's got enough money to have like a dresser, you know, yeah, but you, we need some more kind of like, uh, we need some more like spice with these stories. We need to know these, uh, we need stories about him eating, just just make something up. Say he was eating a big 12 foot hot dog or something through a piece of <laughs> gut. 12 touring. foot hot dog. Yeah. Big, I think that would have, been made, I think that would have made the
5: press. I don't think you need me to report on that.
3: <laughs> is that Rupert Loftus cheeky eating a eating a, eating a 12, <laughs> Who's that behind that giant hot dog? Hot dog?
5: <laughs> it's not important. You can't see behind it. Yeah. The hot dog itself is the
3: story. <laughs> Elsewhere, Benfica and uh, Juve played out a... I'm going to call it like it is an absolutely insane game tonight. Benfica won 4-3. They were 4-1 up at uh, one stage. Uh, but the game itself was played without goal line technology. Uh, just due to some general works happening around the sta- stadium, I don't know whether it was like <laughs> someone was installing broadband, someone was like someone was digging up <laughs> the roads, someone had left a you know had left a car unattended. I don't know what the issue was, but uh, yeah, th- there was no VAR, or, uh, there was no goal line technology at the game, and so naturally there was of course going to be a goal line incident. Juventus's uh, first goal <laughs> was initially ruled out for offside against uh, Keane. Uh, Keane, uh, however, Vlahovic uh, as Peter scored already before Keane became. Active in the play. And then it's, it's so VAR then had to determine whether the ball had already crossed the line before uh, the latter's involvement because there was no goal line technology. The goal was eventually given, but it sounded like an absolute shit state of affairs uh, in the premier competition in world
4: football. Yeah, you feel like works is the sort of thing you can maybe see coming. Yeah, Uh, you know, from some distance, it's 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 a really big part of it. It's like, oh, we don't have any posts today. We forgot about the posts, so (laughs) we we are just going to use jumpers today. But in the Champions League, it's it's, it can affect a game like so 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 much. It's like if that hadn't been given, that's a draw. It's mad. It's just
5: part of it. It's like these are the parts of the execution of the sport that you yourself (laughs) have decided has to happen. Like even when Thames Water dig up my road, they send a letter.
3: Yeah, they. Do you know what they what I mean, or they'll, or they'll nail one to the telegraph pole outside your house.
5: Yeah, aren't very, they? What if, so fair enough. If when the players went out to warm up, there was like a Thames Water style letter, taped to the goalpost. <laughs> at least they've got a bit of warning. Yeah. but it's like it's like they, it's like they've gone right. Um, so there's going to be works outside the stadium, mm. which for some reason, unexplained, means that there can't be goal on technology. No idea why. Yeah,
3: not what? sure. So so um, presumably. So the only thing I think is so the technology goal line technology is a yes or no though isn't it it's installed in the in the posts apparently
5: it uses like physical cameras or a, yeah like lots of different types of things but but to me that feels like I mean you're talking about in the same season so this season mm. we've talked on more than one occasion about the goal post being the wrong size mm. and now as you said Pete in the premier competition in club football there's no goal line technology even though in the other game in the same group presumably there is goal on technology so they've done anything else they've not said okay for this round of games there's not going to be any goal on technology anywhere Mm. to make it fair it's almost like you know when they have the FA Cup and if it's a certain home game for a smaller team there won't be um, VAR because they can't put it in there Mm. but if it's a, a game at a Premier League stadium there will be VAR so it's completely inconsistent <laughs> and, and everyone just seems to think yeah that's probably fine that's okay don't worry about it
3: <laughs> don't worry and that's the thing isn't it don't worry about it we've got bigger problems we've just got bigger problems um, so tonight in the Champions League Ajax Liverpool uh, Spurs versus Sporting Lisbon Liverpool will progress from uh, Group A into the next stage if they avoid a defeat in Amsterdam uh, and uh, yeah, Spurs are also trying to get up there as well they will advance the knockout rounds with a win here Sporting sitting in just third guys Thank you very much for joining us on tonight's Ramble Reacts. My first, possibly my last, I don't know. It's t- I'm tired. It's at past 11. But the way you said time. that
5: is, is like you, you'll just decide later. I'll, might, later. I'll, I'll later I'll work it out later I'm, on I, 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 might be I
3: might pop around to uh, a tennis player's house John McEnroe uh, whack some <laughs> balls around for crying out loud uh, thank you very much for listening to uh, today's Ramble Reacts join us tomorrow for On the Continent as usual and we'll be back with the preview show on Friday we'll see you then see you later Luke see you later ta-ta Jim bye
0: crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips runs uneven coverage or anything else custom spray five and one only from rust-oleum selling a little
2: or a lot